Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to The Three Pete Podcast with CD, Meech, and Chris. Podcast. Damn. No, you actually got it. He cut you out last time, though. I did cut you out. I'm going to cut you out again, actually. <laughs> oh, I podcast. It. it was great. All right, fine. I'll keep it. Three, two, one. Podcast. Just did it again. All right. Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 3 P Podcast. I am Demetri Zamaris. You might know me as Meech, and I want to see how quick it takes for him to just take out the camera. Oh, <laughs> we need to go in Bodega Cats at this one. He spooked. Um, no, no, no. It's fine. Just leave him. Let him be curious. Uh, <laughs> Luke, you a fool. This won't make any sense to. Any, I'm gonna actually. I don't know if people. Can, do you think they can see him from that vantage point? Uh, they might have been able to see his head. All right, we'll That's see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, video to come, hopefully. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm joined today by my two good friends, Christopher Hargrove. Chris, how you doing? I'm good. Me, how are you? Good man. How's the big boy job treating you? Ah, uh, it's your, awesome, man. I'm a second m- or third week on. I'm a job? month in. Month in, yeah. yeah How's I'm, that going? I'm a month in. Uh, it's good. I learned a lot. Uh, doing a lot of stuff on my own now. So my internship ends Monday. Really? Yeah, so I have a meeting this you got the week job to get set, the, uh, uh, for the full-time stuff. So. You excited? We'll, yeah, dude, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully I get another raise. and we'll Come in there. with guns blaring. Yeah, pay me. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking pay me. <laughs> uh, and Yo, then, of wow. course, uh, Christopher Davis, CD. What, uh, How's it hanging? Uh, it's hanging. Fresh off a weekend with the uh, <coughs> in-laws. With the in-laws. <laughs> Yo, wow. How'd it go, buddy? It was good. It was very good. Any highlights from the weekend? What'd you guys do? Well, first I went I went to church, so her sister sings. Get you a religious okay. man. All right. And she sings, and she was supposed to be the scariest one to meet, but and I was that was how a big, old are we talking? I was about to say how old is the sister? Her sister is twenty nine. Okay. Oh, I can okay. See so that, yeah. that would be intimidating. The big sister kind of intimidation oh, yeah. factor. The stories yeah, I heard. How old is Steph? She's my age. She's twenty four. Twenty four. And uh, <laughs> wow. <Old. laughs> Kind Look of at old. Chris calling him old. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Keep Chris going. about 32, right? Wow, man. Mm-hmm. What you had to go there? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even hit 30 yet, bro. It's all right, man. You, and, you, you and, get there soon enough. Yeah, <laughs> I, I basically, her dad was about your that. age. So, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah? Oh, yeah. She's still a little, I'm still 26. I, <laughs> slow down here. I don't want people thinking like I'm so, 35. So, so what you're saying is you're closer to 30 than you are 20. Oh, <laughs> well, it is facts, so. Uh, I mean, that's just the calendar. Right, granddad. That's just how the calendar works. Uh, granddad. Right. Keep going. Well, right. anyway, Slug go with I, uh, I met her, met her dad, um, passed the flying colors, as I would say. Steph was a little bit upset because she as thought that expect. they were going to be harder on me. She wanted, like, like, fireworks. She wanted, yeah, they're, they're like, fisticuffs, y'all. Expected that. So, the yard. Uh, serious question. Do her, does her family like you more than your family likes her? Oh no, my family. I mean, for the because you know. your dad seemed to like her. When, yeah. When when they all met at the graduation, he likes her. So is my grandfather, and my grandmother, and my aunt. She's not met my mom, right? Or my Japan. sisters, well, correct? Who are that's now, but that's the, coming up. Who are now back in the states? In who Jackson, are now currently in St. Augustine, right? Permanently? Now. Yes. 
Oh, they're, it's finally done. Yeah. Oh, nice. They're back. Awesome. Yeah. Are they going to come to Orlando to meet her, or are you guys going to Duval come to on meet now. them? We're going to yeah, the So Steph's going to go to Duval. We're going to the Duval. Well, I might have to go. It's going to be uh Give her a, a taste of the jack, because I haven't met mom, Mama Mama Davis yet either. Exactly. And I feel like that's important, because she was in the group the chat yeah. for like, for like <laughs> 20 minutes. All of two and a half minutes. Please I tell can't. me y'all talked about that. Yeah, we did. She screenshotted it. She was like, <laughs> and I, I told her, yeah, So like, your mom got into the roof bo- rooftop boys chat. So hold on. Before, you got to uh, explain to everybody. So CD's phone is cracked. Didn't yeah. you just get this, by the way? A couple years Relative. ago. Oh, okay. So no, it's not my, too Mine's a new phone. Cracked the, cracked the phone. Had it in your back pocket. It, the sensitivity on it. He's, He's been, been it was my front pocket. I was about to say, first off, like, he was... It's in yeah. my front pocket. Front pocket? Okay, so you're it wearing skinny jeans. So, no. Who knows what's typing? So... <laughs> <laughs> no. You're not wrong. <laughs> I, was just, I was just walking. So, like, when I'm serving, like, it's just in it's my pocket. slapping right against it. Yeah. <laughs> so ugly, man. So I'm I don't know what's going on in there, and you know then I'll eventually pull it out, and boom, I'm just looking, and it's just mayhem, and I'm like I'll send it, I'll send like weather updates, <laughs> I'll send uh, random memes that have nothing to do with it. I sent a gift that made no sense at all. Like I mean, he you sent are basically me a speaking private Spanish. message on Facebook, and we don't even have a private message open. <laughs> Super it's weird. It's got a mind of its own. Yeah, that's why yeah, I, got, I mean, you were sending us, like, Spanish. Like, I don't know what was going on. I was on. sending some crazy junk. Jeff was wilding. He thought it was hilarious. And then all of a sudden, somebody yeah. joins the Rooftop Boys message group that I'm we have. I'm just thinking, like, how the heck am I able to specifically It wasn't like somebody? she was – it was probably for the best that we weren't talking about anything egregious at that point either because we do get into very – Oh, yeah, I definitely looked. I was like, crap. It could have been worse. She could have been put into any of the other chats that were, were a part yeah, of. Yeah, that – whose names are really – Yeah, know, the names themselves would have gotten us in trouble, yeah. Look at Luke. <laughs> Luke! Hey! Jeez, he's the worst. What but anyways, yeah, Mama Davis gets in, and we're all on our best behavior. And literally, if like, she was in any of the other chats I'm in with you in, it would have been a problem. Just it, off the names alone. Yeah, more than likely, immediately. The HHTB been. chat specifically, that would have been a lot of explaining. I, I was just like, <laughs> I was just beside myself at that point. But yeah, funny <laughs> shit. So what so, did yeah. she say? But she thought she just had a good time with it. She thought it was funny. Yeah, I mean, she was just like, she just SMH'd me. And I was like, okay, that's we good. We should have just started sending gifts. You got to get on Fortnite. No, that, there's no way in the world. If she got on Fortnite, I think the world would be ending. How how many matches would it take for your mom to get a kill on Fortnite? I mean, well, I don't know. Uh, she's never picked up a game. 27. 27? She'd come across some scrub. And she probably would figure it out. Like, she's yeah. a very smart person. Two, 230 to the dome piece. Yeah. 230 to the dome. All, All right. right. She'd get, like, a heavy shotgun and accidentally get a headshot. And I feel like every girl... have a gun that I feel like all girls okay, that, but what if it's, like, you couldn't explain to them how to play as they're playing it? It's just them and the controller, and it's up to them to figure it out. We should give plus or minuses for each a, mom. I think that would be a funny YouTube video. The thing is... Like, just our moms... <clears throat> what would you give your mom? How many games? To get a kill? Yeah. If I wasn't explaining anything to her, she would never get a kill. I don't know. She would I, just get frustrated. And I think all it. girls I get on there it, yeah. and they do it the same. They're like, oh my god, he's going to kill me. Oh my god. Like they freak out. Hannah, I was about to say, Hannah and Kristen. Hannah has a win. When okay. Hannah's got a dog. Okay, tell me what happened the first time they picked up the game. Well, so see, this is where <laughs> it's not even still the first time. Hannah doesn't move the character's vision yeah. as she moves the character. She can't duel the. No, she just refuses. She knows how. I've seen her do it. She just won't do it. She just refuses to. How did the fuck did she get a dub doing that? Bro, she could. She actually could have won that game without getting a kill. 
Because she didn't kill the last person alive. They died the in the storm. Did. So, like, if she hadn't killed the guy at the very beginning of the game when she landed and got a shotgun out of the chest and the other guy didn't have a gun, she would have won the game without a kill. <laughs> See, Kristen played shooters beforehand, so I think she could have figured it out. Right. She wasn't... I mean, she's bad, but... She's not bad compared to some of the people we play with. I'm not going to name names. Who are Dang. we looking at? <laughs> Who's this a shot at? I'm actually no, kind of curious. Kidding. I'm just kidding. Nick, this, this what is up? Nick's land. <laughs> Chill. 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 I mean, I Nick's like, pretty good. He will go to the grave saying that he's better than me just because when we did that 1v1 and we each got a kill, but <laughs> he killed me in Pleasant when we weren't supposed to be in Pleasant and we were just fucking around. But that's all right, Nick. Bro, I was 1v1 mad that, me again, bro. I was mad that you, you guys didn't now, use the sweet bro. arena me and CD set up for you guys. God, that was terrible. It was a mess. Sure it was. Um, real quick, any any other so Life staff updates? meeting? Good? Pretty good? Yeah, it went well. Okay. How about you, Meech? We never, we don't ever ask about you. I, I mean, really you have anything the, going on? The job thing. So the internship's ending. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got You're going gonna on. You're gonna come right with them a list of demands. Yes. If my demands aren't met, I'm going to impose them with very harsh tariffs. <laughs> They're great. It's like trade wars and stuff. So. Was that you Trump? Know, uh, kind of. All right. Yeah, this is my off. This is the great value Trump impression. Okay. Yeah, Still working on right. it. Right. Um, but let's not uh, as good as the Obama. Oh, no, I'm going to make myself perfectly clear. That was actually really bad. Um, okay, so let's transition now into actual sports stuff. We're about 10 minutes into the podcast. Uh, the MLB trade deadline was today when we're recording. Hopefully this podcast goes up tomorrow, which would be Thursday. No, Wednesday. Wednesday. Tomorrow's yep. hump day. So, uh, Chris, as our MLB expert on the show, give us what you thought the biggest moves of the day were. Or moves or non-moves, I guess is the best way to put it. Well, I'm glad you threw that out there. So the day... You know, before things started really rolling, rolling, um, <clears throat> which was probably around 2.30 or so was when everything was starting to drop. A little bit earlier than that, we got the news that Bryce Harper wasn't going to be traded, which was probably on the top of everybody's, like, I got to see what happens to Bryce. Right, because um, Machado had already been dealt. Right, right, Machado had been dealt to the Dodgers. Um, before you continue, do you think he ago. resigns with the Dodgers? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I do. I you think, think that was one of the few places he would have resigned if traded? I'd say there in New York, the Yankees, yeah. he probably would have resigned. Um, I think he's going to like um, what the Dodgers do and the pieces they put and realize it's a winning mentality and something he's not used to in Baltimore. How do they keep day. getting so many big players? Like, What kind of Payroll, prospects man. do they have? Payroll. It's just like the Yankees. Like, But like they trade for a lot of guys too. Do they have like a lot of prospects that people want? Because um, it feels like they have a good mix of young guys on their team too. Like uh, Bellinger's pretty young. Jock uh, Peterson. Jock Peterson. Yeah, like, those are all guys that they brought up in their own system. They've got the pieces – Almost every team has a really good farm system. I it's mean, almost impossible think of, not to, yeah. We talked about the draft a few uh, podcasts ago and how many people get drafted and how many rounds there are. So you've got all these players that teams are willing to take a chance on, and you know a good handful of them actually make it up into the MLB. So with the Braves, for instance, you know all of these prospects are now playing and coming to fruition for the team, and that's what you see them excelling at. Well, there's still a good handful down there in the minors that will – Honestly, never see you know yeah. a game in a Braves uniform, even though they're really good, and they could easily start on another MLB's roster. Right. So that's basically what the Dodgers have. They had a few down years, you know, drafted really well, and then on top of that, you have Magic Johnson. Uh, yeah, just as, basically unlimited money. Basically, yeah. you know, up in tier with the Yankees, you know, as yeah. for as those for payroll. Are, would you say those two teams by themselves are like probably and maybe the Red Sox? 
Uh, well, those two hand in hand. Those yeah. two hand in hand. I, it, probably New York and L.A. And I mean, I'd be curious to see what it is, but I'm sure L.A. is actually very close to New York, their payroll. Um, but I mean, a winning mentality brings in money, you know, people going to games, and that's what the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Red Sox actually do. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, they've got prospects to give. Um, you know, Machado was ready to give out, and the Orioles, you know, had nothing to pay. They almost nothing tra- to- they traded a lot of people today, huh? They did. Uh, Jonathan Scope uh, was one that went in just before the wire uh, ended. He went to Milwaukee um, to go play. They traded a pitcher to the Braves. They did. Uh, Gosman to the Braves, which was uh, – or Kevin Gosman to the Braves, which was definitely something the Braves needed to do. They needed to shore up their relievers. Um you know, if they want to make a playoff push, yeah, exactly. that was definitely They've a position. They've been struggling lately, too. That, that was yeah. a definitely a position. I We watched them play the Dodgers this week. They dropped, <clears throat> what, three out of four? Yeah, don't worry Good about it. Good God. <laughs> um, they dropped three out of four to the Dodgers, which you can't do. You know, you have to beat these teams. Good for them was the Phillies and the, um, the, the Nationals. The Nationals are under 500 again. Yeah. Nationals are just a shitstorm right now, a, a dumpster fire. I don't know what's going on with them, which is – Kind of where this was all leading to was Bryce Harper not getting traded. And, you know, we kind of talked about this before the podcast started was, you know, I don't, I, I don't understand why Bryce Harper didn't get. On a scale from 1 to 10, how confident were you that he was going to get traded coming into today? Um, I would have put it at an even 5, right, five, right there yeah. in the middle. I like could have been, You wouldn't be surprised if he didn't, but you would be. I heard a lot yeah. of talks leading up to it that <clears throat> they are confident that he's going to resign. And I think that's where we're like, okay, well, the Nationals think that he's going to resign, but everybody else thinks he is. Literally isn't. every other team is getting their free agent pitch ready for him. Yeah. Right, absolutely. So Bryce stays. They think they can make that push into the playoffs. You have the Phillies leading the East right now. The Braves, you know, second, only a few and a half games behind them. And then the Nationals behind them. So you've got to think if that stays the same or the Phillies or the Braves win, one of those teams is a wild card. And then you have someone like... Um, uh, I'm trying to think of uh, like the Cubs and in and, and that division, somebody that's going to come out, out of that division that's going to win, you know, a wild card, or maybe someone like the Brewers if they make a push. Right. Um, so it, they really need to turn it on if they're going to win. Um, I really thought they would have gotten Wilson Ramos from the Rays. Um, there were talks that he was going to go there, and that didn't happen. He ended up going to the Phillies. Um, the Rays, today. another team that was fire sailing today, it felt like. The Rays, which I expected, I, I honestly expected a lot more to go that didn't. Um, the big trade was Chris Archer to the uh, Pirates for two really good prospects. Yeah, really good return on investment there. Um, and, you know, it's it's their, their projects. Uh, you know, they're going to put them in the lineup now, but they're not necessarily surefire, you know, winners right now. They're really, really young. I'm surprised that the Rays didn't trade. Uh, I really expected uh, a Danny Echeverria, their shortstop, to leave. Um, they have Willie Adamas, which was he's a top ten prospect in all of baseball, who's been in and out of the majors this year. You know, uh, Echeverria was injured for the longest time, so he came up and played a few games. I think they brought him up even earlier than that. Played a game against the Red Sox. I think he his first at bat he yanks one against Chris Sale. I remember that. And yeah. they brought him back down like immediately afterwards. Um, so I really expected him to go just because. Just to open up space yeah, for absolutely. the young guy to play. Right. Let, I mean, let's face it. I've accepted the fact that the Rays aren't going to go to the playoffs. Now, granted, they're only eight and a half or so out of the second wild card spot. Is so tough, dude. Well, I mean, again, almost like what the Braves are dealing with right now. Right. Two of those teams are going into the playoffs. So you've got the Red Sox or Yankees. Right now, the Red Sox, who are just smashing, shit-bombing the entire, you know, baseball, every yeah. single team in Believe. baseball. 
Um, you know, something like 70, 70 something and 30 something is their record, which is unheard of. Um, and then the Yankees, obviously, uh, the winning mentality that they have, and they're going to get in the playoffs. So the Rays aren't really going to make it. So, you know, Nick brought up earlier, oh, the Rays are tanking, or, or Jeff, whoever it was that said they're tanking. I don't think they really are. I think they have a lot of young prospects that are going to be, you know, put I mean, in these starting it's, roles. It, it's good to let the young guys play, and if you're still kind of in contention, then they're getting valuable stuff. It's not like they're right. just playing on the Marlins. They get like, the you know experience I mean? not, either way. Yeah, right. They're not just getting their teeth kicked in for no reason. Absolutely. They're getting the experience. You get another 40, 50 games uh, for them to get some experience before the season ends. And, you know, you get something for Hechevarria, who will probably walk at the end of the season. Um, I kind of wouldn't have been surprised if Matt Duffy, the third baseman, would have been traded. I think he would have been brought something back in return. And honestly, I kind of expected them to trade Blake Snell, their all-star really? pitcher. I wouldn't have been shocked if that was to happen um, just because— Is he young? Yes. Yeah. Uh, 24, maybe? That's 24, 25. You got to hold on to guys like that. And probably it was going to be one or the other. If, if something like the Askin return was going to be too high for Archer, um, they probably would have tried to get Snell, who, even though he was an all-star pitcher— um, probably would have given you a few good prospects. Probably not as much as what they got for Archer. For Archer, right. so, more established. Um, so that happened. Uh, what were some of the other ones? We had um, or, oh, one of the first trades, Tommy Pham to the Rays um, from the Phillies, uh, an outfielder that's going to help them a lot, a lot. So now their whole starting outfield didn't is going to be a little bit Didn't that feel kind of out of place to you? Because he's kind of older. And I didn't see him coming. He's 30. Maybe um, for the veteran leadership, and since you're going to have all these young guys in there. Well, I kind of expected want, yeah, you kind Carlos of Gomez to leave because of that, because that's kind of the role that he played. Right. So now Tommy Pham, and you're starting probably right field. 30 years old. I think he finished like 11th in the MLP, uh, MVP voting uh, last year. So they're getting a quality at bat. Um he hasn't really shown that consistency throughout his entire career, yeah. uh, just a lot last year. Um, so I'm curious to see what he does. But it's good to, you know, we just talked about them having this young team, you know, having that veteran leadership that someone like him or Carlos Gomez brings. The Dodgers added another bat with Dozier. Brian Dozier, absolutely, yeah. that trade uh, to the Dodgers. So now Who they've shored up that infield. Like, oh, yeah. No, Brian he, Dozier You don't is, really hear about, like, like Jeff said, you don't really hear about teams from the Midwest because— right. It's the Midwest, and no one gives a shit. Right. But like, yeah, I mean, that's a. I mean, I, he leads the MLB in home runs for second basemen over the last what two, two or three seasons. Yeah. So, I mean, just adding more power to an already like pretty stacked lineup is absolutely. You shore up that infield now with the additions of Machado, uh, Machado, and Dozier. Uh, everybody getting healthy. I think they got a reliever, or maybe they didn't get a reliever. I'm not too sure about that. Um, but I mean, the Dodgers are going to make a. I mean, they're in contention for the NLCS. They always are. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely uh, curious to see what they do. But, I mean, a very busy day. It was very hard for me to stay uh, focused at work. Real from quick, about what did you 2:30 think? 2.30 to 4. What did you think of the, of the Astros trading for Asuna? Because <laughs> um, that's a dicey situation. What I didn't, what was just super confusing was as soon as they did that, they released that statement where they're like, oh, we're going to hold like a, a no tolerance policy for any. So if, for those like who don't already know, had that. Yeah. right. For those who don't know, Asuna coming from the Blue Jays, Blue Jays I, yeah. correct, uh, suspended 75 games for uh, domestic abuse. Yeah. Um, so now the Astros make a trade for him. He's still suspended. I, I don't know how much longer he's got. Um, in that suspension. So they make this trade and then come out with a statement like, oh, yeah, we, we traded for him, but we're holding him to this no like tolerance policy. Zero tolerance, like no, no secondary like mess-ups or else he's gone immediately. Yeah, absolutely. So 
Uh, I don't think it looks good. Yeah, it's just a I bad don't think look. you make it's that trade. It's almost like the Aroldis Ar- Ar- Chapman stuff a couple years ago. Yep. Uh, I don't think you make a trade. Uh, I, it, he has the talent, but it's just one of those things like— And like it's a team with the Astros. It's like why do you even really want right. to bring that in when you're already so good? You have a winning mentality now that you've built with all these young players, Altuve and Correa. And it's like their team culture is really good too. Like Absolutely. all the players they have are pretty like upstanding guys that you would want on your team. I think it only provides a distraction. I mean— this, That's exactly what I thought. That's why I wanted to ask you about it. Yeah. I, this, this goes to the James thing. Like, and now you're going to have to hear questions about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, Even when he plays good, that's when it's going to be the worst. Because it's going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, you guys got a great game out of Osuna. What do you think about his past? Like, yeah. along the, like Obviously, it's not going to be like a vanilla question like that. But something along those lines. I think that's when it becomes a problem. I think winning always heals everything. And I say heals in quotes. He starts pitching. And, and they're going to do a lot of winning. Absolutely. Like, and he if he's playing well, you know. That's going to be forgotten almost, unfortunately, because it should never be forgotten. That should ever be condoned um, at all, any sport or in any aspect of life. Um, but I think it goes with the Jameis thing, you know, like, oh, he's talented and we'll see if he makes this mistake again. But like, no, like we can't support that. Yeah. Um, but regardless, he was going to play wherever, whether it was going to be with the Blue Jays right. or make that trade. He was. It's not like he was going to be banned from, from yeah. the MLB. So. It probably would have helped him if he had stayed in Toronto, to be honest. Probably. Where he's just in obscurity for another season or two, and then probably. maybe they trade him in the off season, and then it's not it. Like, now he's on the reigning world champions. Exactly. Like, one of the be- what, like one of the three best teams in baseball right now. They make it to the, the world's best team in baseball. They make it to the World Series, and he, you know, starts in game, like, you they, know, even three or like four game, or something yeah, like exactly. that. What is the first thing that people talk about? I mean, yeah, this is anybody's the guy that was past. beating women. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, Any so, other baseball thoughts? Um, CD, any baseball thoughts? I'm just sake soaking it in, you know. There was a lot to. I mean, I don't know. It was very exciting, <laughs> and I kind of want to lead into this like MLB trade deadline. Yeah, is this intense. is the next topic we wanted to talk about. So very intense. I mean, you know, four o'clock is the deadline on Tuesday, and like you said with the Machado thing, moves were being made last week and and even the week before. But from that like two to four time frame, right? Because you see all the rumors, and then like know. this was me. Literally at work, just, just refreshing, refreshing the, like, right. the timeline and like searching beat writers for the Rays and, and you know stuff like that who I, I know are going to get the first scoop. Buster Olney. I think the um I think the cool thing about trade deadlines in any sport is when you have friends who are fans of that league, and then that group chat like because you could kind of see it in ours, but I've been in group chats like like the one that we had for hitting the field where it's like oh did you guys hear this this and this might happen and oh uh, it looks like the Raptors and Hawks have a deal to send. Chris Baugh, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. when you when you have friends where it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening, and you're all reacting to the stuff live as it's happening, it makes it more exciting. I think that's why we love sports. It's right, exactly. Something it's that a we communal share experience. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, so, yeah, watching, you know, th- you know what's going to happen, that Archer thing. I mean, I'm literally following Mark Tompkin on Twitter, and, like, oh, I'm hearing top, uh, I'm hearing Archer, too. I think it was the the Cardinals for a long time, and then the Braves the and the Braves Brewers were, were in bit, there. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So then it's got me searching, and you know, Braves prospects. prospects. Yep. And I'm like, ooh, okay. So who could possibly, who could they possibly who, who trade? Would they give up? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So it's super cool, and I'm lear- and I'm learning a lot more about the Braves other top prospect is pitching tonight. Is he really? Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, what's his name? Do you remember? Colby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah it's his first start. It's super cool. So, you know, I kind of gave my ranking of, like, free agency. So that's what – we'll go to CD first then. CD, 
which league do you think has the best trade deadline now? And which league do you wish had a better trade deadline? Uh, NBA. Has the best for both or just in general? For best trade deadline. I mean, they've always, like, even going back to, like, the early 2000s, they had all this stuff around, at least around the deadline. I remember when Rasheed Wallace got traded. And for a day, he played one game with the Hawks. And then he was traded to the Pistons. And, like, how, and then that changed the Pistons. The Pistons didn't win the title that year. Or you had the, you know, um, you had the deadline stuff with DeMarcus Cousins when he's at the All-Star game. And he finds out he's been traded. A lot more drama, I think, because uh, they all know each other. and You have this connectivity. I wish the NFL had it um, more. Like, Le'Veon Bell, imagine he gets traded to, like, my Lions, like, <laughs> during the trade deadline. I think a lot of what helps that just kind of crossed my mind. A lot of what helps out and makes NBA free agency so exciting, Woj. Yeah, like the Woj everybody bombs, looks yeah. at Woj and it, like his. I wonder what like his Twitter. What what is it called? Like um, notifications. N- not necessarily notifications, but like the volume that he gets. I like, know his that page when views and stuff like that. I know that when N- N- NBA trade de- trade deadline rolls around, I set tweet alerts for Shams, Woj, and Mark Stein. Like immediately. There you go. Mark Stein was the other one I was thinking. Yeah. Big is Woj came out of nowhere probably like what two three years ago in the draft. Mm-hmm. People like knew you know basketball people know Woj, but like the general public basketball fan. Yeah, like he like, didn't become Woj bomb Woj until he was tipping picks like eight picks before they were happening. Yeah. yeah. And then Shams, you know. His protege. Yeah. <laughs> Young Skywalker. The master and the teacher. So how about you, Meech? How would you rank? Okay, well, I, well CD I would started say, with NBA as the most exciting. What would you say? I would say exciting? for me, baseball, like for people who are true baseball fans, it's more exciting for them because because of the prospects changing hands. Because what in sports, like what is more exciting for fans than like hope of the future? Mm-hmm. Especially if your team is shitty. And if your team is selling at the trade deadline in the MLB, it's probably because they're bad, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, just the hope of, oh, now we have, like, because now you can say, like, oh, the Rays picked up the ninth and 10th best prospects mm-hmm. on MLB.com. Yeah. So now we have these guys to look forward to. Like, I don't even, it, it becomes, I'm excited to see the young guys play the rest of the season because we freed up the, the, the roster spots for them. And I'm also excited to see what these prospects we got become in the future. Whereas, like, in the NBA, the excitement is, Oh, we just got this huge superstar piece. I wonder how he's gonna fit in with our team. And then that other team that that traded away the superstar is like, now we have all this cap space for the coming summer. Are we gonna rebuild? Are we gonna blow it up? Are we gonna contend with what we have now? Uh, like, a good example was last year your Pistons trading for Blake Griffin. It became how is Blake gonna play next to Andre Drummond? And then for the Clippers, it's like, what are they gonna do with all this cap space they have now? And now they have these two top thirteen picks, and, and it became. It became an interesting thing for both teams. And I think CD is right where the NFL, and you've seen a lot more trades in the NFL recently, Mm -hmm. and think about how exciting they've been. Yeah. I mean, the NFL being the more polarizing sport. The Eagles just won a Super Bowl off of trading and acquiring and like getting rid of players through trades. Yeah. And you saw the Chiefs do it last year. You saw the Rams do it a lot this offseason where they traded uh, for – um, Marcus Peters, they traded for Aqib Tlaib. When they did Sammy signed, Watkins come? Did he come in free agency last year? Uh, they traded for him in, from the Bills. Okay. Yeah. Um, then you see, like, the Bills have been trading a lot. They traded away Sammy Watkins. They traded away uh, 
who's the, on the Jags? Darius. Darius, yeah. They traded for Kelvin Benjamin. Rip. Yeah. So, I mean, and those are the things. Like, when you see an NFL trade, it's so cool because it's like there's only a certain number of elite players at every position, and there's only a certain number of recognizable names despite there being 53 players on every roster, that when you see a big move being made in the NFL, you're like, oh, shit, that's pretty – that like it, it becomes a how is that going to change the league, even though we know that one player doesn't change necessarily the whole outcome of everything. Like, this is kind of like a little bit off of uh, the beaten path, but um, the trading, trading and, and changing of hands, I think, is biggest in the NBA – because they reach, they're they're the most. It's the most popular sport, and, and I they think also proof. have the. And you have to think too. Another thing that helps the NBA is the trade machine online. <laughs> yeah, like fans yeah. can go and do it yeah. themselves. They're like, oh, but like if I was the GM of the Raptors, I could move around this salary and package it with this, and then I could get this back, and that it becomes more interesting for fans that way too. Correct, but like, you see things like uh like the Shade Room, for example. You know, <laughs> it has nothing to do. They don't. They're not. They're a celebrity, like basically gossip site, right? Almost like a TMZ, yeah. Correct, yeah. but they're like very huge. But they they were one of the people that popped the Kawhi Kawhi news on their thing, you know. Or, or they talk about like when a, when, a mate, when LeBron signed with LA. It's or, like it's because basketball, like you're saying, it's become part of like culture. Correct. Yeah. So I think that's if if NFL because like NFL is culture, but it's not like pop like pop culture as far as like the play like it's because you don't know the players as well correct yeah i think if you can learn about more about the players like if like odell was i don't know if it was more connectivity in that way i think you could generate more but you need more action going on behind and that's a good point think about how much discussion there was this offseason about odell and gronk trades Yeah. yeah and that's just like speculation yeah imagine if a trade for one of those two guys had actually happened and like even like so Jimmy Garoppolo got traded last year, and it was it was a big deal to like football fans, but to like the general public, that's a franchise level quarterback being traded, and outside of NFL fans, like 49ers and well, it's and, the same problem with baseball, you know. Right. So like we could look at it and be like, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo, general person is not going to be like, what Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah. Isn't same thing that with just baseball, Tom Brady? right? That's just Tom Brady. Whereas I would still, I would, my my ears would perk up at a Mike Trout. It would perk up at a Bryce Harper. But would it, you know, perk up on a smaller scale, you know, with the Archer stuff? Like, no, no, it wouldn't, you know, it's a name I know. But would I sit there and be like, oh, you know what I'm saying, as you would? No, because I'm not a, a baseball fan. No, and the, not, only people that, invested, yeah. the only people that you're going to perk up to is somebody like somebody huge. Harper, Correct. Judge, and Trout, Machado, that you're like, whoa, you know, I know those names. Correct. I can't believe he got traded. That's the same thing with football. So Jimmy Garoppolo gets traded, and he's, just, you know, he could be. End up being one of those. Right. But you don't, you know, the general person is going to be like, okay, who's that? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I think you nailed it though, Meech. I think when you said that losing teams in the MLB when they make these trades, it gives their fan base a little bit of hope. And you're like, sweet, we've got these prospects and we're going to rebuild. Um, whereas in the NBA, when you see it, um, you know, there might be bigger names that get traded, but I don't think it makes as much of an impact. And then in the NFL, you don't really see the winning teams making those trades very often. Um, normally, it's teams trying to make cap space in order for the draft or they're tanking, you know. So like, yeah. like uh, a well, T.O. trade was losing. big. Yep. When well, T.O. Yeah. went out to the Eagles, that was like a big trade. I, like, I'm not saying they don't happen. I just don't saying think like that, as when they do. I, I just, like, completely unrelated, but I just rewatched the highlights of T.O. in that Super Bowl. When he's playing basically on one leg and was just giving the Patriots the fucking blues. Dude. 
He was an animal, man. He was so good. So good at football. Yep. And people think he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Get out of here. I think, well, I think a lot of that mainly is now because of what he wants to, he doesn't want to do his speech. Or Bro, anything. that's a G move. T.O.'s never done things like the convention. No, I mean, that's T.O., like right? Yeah. You boys know that, like, from starting this week, we have football until Dude, next there's fe- a football game like, on February. Thursday. I, that's what I'm saying. There's I'll, an NFL game on Thursday. There is a, at least one game Bears. every single week from now until the Super Bowl. Yep. Except for that. Yeah. Get high. Super Bowl. There's two weeks in between. Yeah, but there's college football then. You're right. Wait, no, no. No, there's not. No, there's not. We'll not in between January games. and February. You're right. Hey, what's that fantasy happening? Well, I kind of want to bring that up, and that's cool that you guys talk about that. I'm, I, that's kind of cool we're talking on the pod. You sound like you're in it. Meech sounds a little hesitant. I, I'm retired from fly, uh, Come on. fantasy football. I don't play fantasy football. Play with the boys. I'll think about it. Play right? with I the rooftop will. boys. I probably won't, but... Everybody's in it. You have Who's to. in it? I want to hear. Uh, Miles is playing in it. Jeff plays in it. Um, Nick. Nick's in it. My dad's in it. Um, I'm gonna talk so much trash. Calego, the best, the other best man at my wedding's in it. Was that the one with the tattoos or, or the black dude? The black guy. Okay. Um, and I think we have like one or two more that you guys probably don't know, but what? She says Jeff. Oh, Jeff! I said that. Nah. All right, Kristen. Kristen <laughs> hey, chiming hey, in from the you, background. Thank you, Kristen. Yes. Um, it's a lot of fun. I mean, we only play this league. Like, we don't play another one. Um, and it's kind of fun CD, because... how many leagues do you think you're going to be in this year? Uh, I was in <laughs> three last year, so I, I might be in three again. I mean, the one, the main one is like a $75 pot. It's a little different from us, and it's something we need to discuss if you guys join, is that we play a 2QB league. And it adds that different aspect into it. I've never done it. But with two league. people making it, I think it makes us 10... Um, you know, now it kind of gets a little hairy. The eight people it made it a little bit interesting because we had a lower number of players in the league. Right. So adding that two QB was kind of cool. Um, now ten, you're talking at least twenty starting for each player. That gives you twelve starting quarterbacks. You'd like to have at least a backup, so that leaves two. You know, with with each of two us nine, having yeah, quarterback, yeah. Yeah. with each of us having. And you so. have to think there's going to be team at some point this year that are flipping quarterbacks around. You got to guess. With that kind of stuff. So if you join, we, we might think about going down to one. But, I mean, we have a lot of fun. Um, we only play for a little bit is of money. Is it PPR? No. Okay, then I might play. Um, PPR is for cowards. We've talked about it, but, yeah, we never have. Um, we do like it. We're implementing it a, a cool thing. Uh, we do something different every year. We do a cool thing for the draft, you know, a cool way to determine that order. It's not just if you come in last, you draft do fantasy, first. So this is my thing. If we're going to do fantasy football – I want to do the draft somewhere where we can like hang out and eat wings and stuff. That's the only hard thing is because we're all kind of spread out. Right, um, but like if we did it, the three of us But if you guys did it, somewhere. Jeff could yeah. join us. Um, I'm sure Nick would come down and join. Like we could go – you have a Gators right here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We could go to an all-you-can-eat Gators night and just – I mean, we can do that. Oh, and then like come back here. I mean, usually we all get on Skype and uh, we're all oh, here and we do, we do – Yeah, we all trash talk and we do like a snake draft. Dude, and, uh, it's 2018. We use Google Hangouts now, not Skype. Well, that's what I meant. <laughs> it actually is Google Hangouts. I'm just kidding. Because um, I don't think Skype you can do group. I think you can. You but can, but it's they, not as good as – Whatever. Yeah, Hangouts, we use yeah. Google Hangout. Um, and just have a good time. Hangouts is cool because it's like if somebody else – Like if you, me, and CD are talking – when CD start, if you and me are having a conversation and CD starts to talk, his face comes up on the screen. Yeah. As opposed to somebody who's being yeah. quiet. No, that's yeah. what we do. Um, but like I was saying, we do like this. We started this cool thing last year was the winner um, that year gets to implement a new rule. 
or eliminate a rule that somebody else uh, made last year. So, for instance, any receiver that ends up with 69 yards gets, like, an extra five points. Like, that kind of, like, interesting, (laughs) like... So, I mean, uh, I think my dad won last year. I I honestly don't remember who won last year. Um, So he gets to implement the rule. Um, but I mean, everybody's got like a cool team name that I won the hit in the field league last year. You that did? Fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we pay for a little bit of money. So like there's, I mean, it's not anything super insane, but I mean, there's some incentive to win and, um, uh, first, second and third place, you know, get some money. Do you so. see how, have you seen some of the rankings already? No, I haven't. Like they have like David Johnson, like really high. I bet. Well, Saquon's like sixth. See, that's, that feels, David Johnson to me feels Justified just because you know what kind of player he is when he's healthy. Correct. The one I don't understand is is, uh, Kamara I've seen like set too. Because of the reception factor. Right. And and the fact that he's going to be a full-time running back. I saw him like seventh last time. There's no way he's behind Saquon. Seventh or eighth. If he's behind Saquon, Saquon, it's a fucking joke. They got Saquon all the way up there. And and you also have you know what scares in, me is no Ingram being really high up. He's too. thirteen or something like that. Yeah, He's see, up there. Like it's his sophomore year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kareem Hunt's like eleven. Sophomore year running backs never really excel. I think Kareem, I do I think, think Kareem, Dalvin is going to be really good this year. Well, Who? technically, this will almost be his Dalvin. Yeah. yeah you know, I his think rookie Dalvin's season. Be really good this year, man. I hope so, man. That injury. He always kind of had that thing? injury. Did you see the thing where they said uh, Pete Prisco was at Vikings camp like two days ago? And he said Dalvin Cook is faster than he was yeah. before the injury. Which he, is like, I was He did that every year at Florida State, though. He looked better, and then he would get injured half the year, and then he'd come back. Oh, Dalvin looks good. Well, so and this then is he the thing. Hope, and, hopefully now, well, McKinnon's gone, obviously. In, in, yeah, in, I think he's going to be good. Jared McKinnon. Yeah, where did he go? Niners. Niners, yeah. He's going to be right. the best running back, too. Um, but Bro, the Niners. Yeah, McKinnon's going to be nice. Um, <laughs> but, the Niners so are going to be nice. I hope with, with Cook is the Vikings see Cook, and they, they see that, like, Every year he's been the full on like he's the only one getting carries. He's gotten hurt, but now that like Latavius Murray played really well for them did, last yeah. year when he did play. So hopefully it becomes more of a instead of being like an eighty twenty relationship, it becomes like a 65-35. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sony Michelle's another one that I think is going to slick for the Browns Patriots. That was what I said. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. of Chubb. I'm thinking of Nick Chubb. Oh, yeah. You got Deion Lewis with the Titans now. Did you so. see that picture of Deion Lewis next yeah, to Derrick Henry? Okay, so I actually think shit that looked photoshopped. I think Deion oh, Lewis like, might be a sleeper in fantasy this year because Derrick Henry's not very good. No, he's but good he's the Jags. built like a brick shit house. He ran. He went. He had a game last year against the Jags where he ran for. I Man, think 60 yards time, on like the 25 carries. The played him, he freaking wrecked us. Oh, I guess it was his first time playing in Jacksonville, his hometown. Max Kelly. Freaking wrecked us. Uh, I could see Deion Lewis being pretty good with Mariota and the offense that he kind of— think about Watson. What's, Deshaun? What's the take on— Deshaun? Does he, does he take yeah, the torch from last year and no, keep this it is, going? No, this is the thing. Or is He's it coming off his second out. ACL injury. Isn't it his third? Because he, he injured two in the one, and then he got the, the other one. Well, now. he, tore, he in tore two ligaments in college in the one. And, and his, now he's in the other year. one. So this is three. And, yeah. Okay. but And this is the thing. He's playing behind the worst offensive line in the NFL by far. Other, so than, wait, other than maybe Seattle. And it wasn't like he was doing it. He wasn't like picking apart defenses. He was throwing like bombs. And, and a lot of the times, Hopkins was going to I'm, get not, yeah, I'm not even like I'm not even being a hater because I'm a Jags fan. A lot of the touchdowns he threw were in garbage time. A lot of them. If you go back and look, they got. I think they were getting housed by the Patriots. He, was and he had that game against Seattle. He was a beast through. Yeah, he was a beast in fantasy though. I was sitting there like, I thought I was about to just get carried. If, if Deshaun was on any other team, I would love. I wanted him on the Jags 
so badly. Passing on him for Fournette, I think, is going to be one of the Jags' biggest regrets in, in, in it. Wow, yeah. hot take. It could be because running back, you can you could get a you could get could they get could have a gotten back. a running back in the third round last year. Like I think Darius Guy's gonna be nasty this year. I did. Washington, that's where he went. Yeah. Right? I was so pissed the Bucks passed on him twice. But they passed on him twice technically. <laughs> but I like what I've seen from Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones is gonna be good, dude. Ronald Jones is nice. I really like Ro- what I've Ronald seen. Ronald Jones reminds me a lot of Kamara, like the way they play. He's but got Alvin Kamara. That terrifies go me because I think he's gonna be wasted with Jameis. That I. James is just a dumb shit, I dude. I don't know what he's Y'all might be in the market for a QB next year. Nah, I don't think you're lying. We're cap out there, you know what I'm saying? Right? Who? Right? Cap. Oh, Same Kaepernick? Cap. Yeah. Shit. Cap. Bro, no cap. The Jags should sign cap, bro. <laughs> all this cap. I'm sick of seeing, like, okay, this is obviously just the NFL segment now. I'm sick of <laughs> seeing all the, like, Blake Bortles is our quarterback shit from Jags fans. I mean, it's he's trash. No, you don't. It's like when you have, like. No, because then you're complicit in the suckery. That's the whole. Well, no, thing. you just turn on him like a bitch halfway through the season. Yeah, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna have the receipts. I'm I'm well, someone yeah. who it, from the beginning Blake Bortles has been trashed to me from yeah. the beginning. You'll be you'll be able to say I that wasn't that sure. guy when they when he, when he had that first year that he second had like year that second yards, year I was like I was like, all right we bad we suck but I was like all right but the thing about it we were coming off Blaine Gabbert so yeah it was kind of like I I think we got a quarterback now I'm this also looking just as bad <laughs> I'm exactly that's a good way of putting it. I'm low-key mad at all the bandwagon Jags fans I'm seeing in Jacksonville. Y'all got to get used to that. No, no. Listen to shit. How many people used to clown you for being a Jags fan in Jacksonville growing up? I mean, most. Most people. Like, a lot of the same people We're that are, like, good for like two years waiting in line to bad. buy tickets now. It's the same kids that if you wore a Jags jersey to school, they'd be like, dude, fuck the Jags. The Jags suck. It's like now they're the first ones in line to get tickets. Fuck them, That's what being a real fan is about. Like you're talking to someone who all basically only knows losing mentality. But when the Bucks won that Super Bowl, and then was like, "We like, pretty good." Like, fuck you. Be like, like, no, like where no, were no, you? No. Where were you when we had Todd Bowman at quarterback? Did you see my tweets when I was like, "Where were you when I came into school this day after they drafted Blaine Gabbert?" That night, I stayed up and I drew a Blaine Gabbert jersey onto a white. Plain fucking T-shirt and looked like an asshole. At oh, so you were a Blaine Gabbard stand? Ga- I you were a Blaine Gabbard stand? Remember when, when they first drafted him? I was like, Do you remember? Why no, the fuck I remember they when they drafted him, him and they were like, uh, you know, reports are that he's actually better than they Cam said Newton. He was I was gonna like, be better than Cam Newton. I was like, dude, whoever said that was no, an idiot. There was, there was legitimate, there was legitimate talk Legit. when he was get, when he was coming out that the Panthers were gonna take Blaine Gabbard at number one. That was a did you not a guy who freaking ran a spread option in freaking Missouri? It was it was. For the conversation for the number one pick in that draft, it was Blaine Gabbert, Jake Locker, Cam Newton, and fucking Daquan Bowers. Do you remember Daquan Bowers from Clemson? I do remember. He, he played for Tampa for a while. Yeah. 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 I think they drafted him. They drafted him in the second round. Second round. Yeah, he ended up falling because he had bad knee injuries. Or don't ever forget when we drafted Tyson Alulu. Top 10. Come on. They now. traded up. Sheesh. They traded up to pick Blaine Gabbert. Where is he at now? They Not traded up to pick Blaine Gabbert, and then J.J. Watt got picked right after him. Mm. That yeah. hurts. But we got Taven Bryan now. Ah. We got yeah. Now we have White Aaron Donald, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the video of him one one arm just sunning that guy? Yo, he's an absolute unit, dude. And Ramsey looks even better than last year. Who was I looking at that broke the sled? Uh, that was Chandler Jones on the. Oh on yeah, the, that's uh, right. Cardinals. Yes. Um, yeah, that was nice. Nice. Yeah, bro. There are some freaks in the NFL. Yeah. Man. I can't. I think. I think Alvin Kamara is gonna have. 
he's still gonna have a good. I think he. He's not gonna have a slightly soccer. related to the Jags, but not really. Zion Williamson weighing in at six foot seven, five pounds less than Boban. He's six foot seven, two eighty five. Calais Campbell he's is gonna, six foot eight, three hundred. He's gonna eat people in college. He's just gonna be too big. How for often them. do you see big guys like that? Bro, like, he can fly. Though. It's so weird. Yeah, he can fly. I mean, 285 got, is huge. It's not a sloppy 285 though. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a fucking he's a pretty he's a brick house. He's like, a brick shit house, dude. He's the definition of a. Brick I would shit hate house. to like have to deal with him in college. Imagine him posting you up. Like no. think about it. Think about it. Most guys, <laughs> you're just some Georgia Tech center who's just like <laughs> you're a three star. You're just there because most you guys be an come to college and they look like Tayshawn Prince. You yeah, know, like they're not huge. Bro, I'm trying to get my masters. Don't fuck with me, please. <laughs> Zion, bro, fucking stop. If you back me down one more time, I'm going to stop playing. They're over there drawing equations like on the whiteboard. Like, yeah. there's got to be a He's way to be nasty stop too, this. How can we Zion. reconstitute his mass and use it against him? <laughs> that, that's gonna suck, man. You're Shit. just. I was gonna say, like, you're just some nerd from Georgia Tech. You're a two star. You're two star center. He's gonna freaking teabag some like a walk on psychology, some some psychology major. One eighty five. Some like six two psychology major <laughs> from San Francisco. I'd I'd roll my ankle in more. Bro, he's ah and that would, yeah. that's so see this is what because I I saw videos of him shooting jump shots and stuff now too, and it looks more fluid than it did when he was. He's left handed, right? Yeah, he's left handed. Oh yeah, that's a wrap. Yeah, bro, if he figures it out. But like, so it still feels to me like Duke was the wrong choice for him. Because now he's playing by... Like, he's the third best player on Duke. They have three forwards. That's true, but, like... That's all they're going to do is they're going to put the, they're gonna put Cam Reddish, him, and Barrett out there with Jones. And probably knowing Coach K, some senior they have. Some senior <laughs> some white, white shooting guard. Some scrappy white guy. <laughs> some scrappy white guy who wins a game for them, like, in March. In, in the, yeah, in what counts. <laughs> right. Like, he just went... Six of nine. Uh, yeah, yeah. And nice. then he ends up skyrocketing in the yeah, draft. He's picked in the, in the, he's in the Dante DiVincenzo, part two. Fuck him. Ooh, the big ragu? No, 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 no. Uh, what's his name? From du- Oh, Grayson. Grayson Allen. Bro, Grayson's going to be good. Yo. CD's a huge Grayson fan because uh, they be played good. on the same AAU team. He's going to be good. Okay. And he's on the Jazz now, so a perfect, perfect fit. <laughs> Couldn't have thought any fit better. Hey, this is my take. Because I've been seeing a lot of people do their little rankings for the Western Conference. Jazz are going to be a three seed. I could see it. Jazz are going to be a three seed. I could see it. I don't hate it. Golden State, L.A. I'll have L.A. too. So I got to see L.A. play. But so I didn't believe in L.A. at all. And like it, Houston? We, we, so hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll use this as a transition into our next topic. So let's talk a little NBA. That way we can talk about some LeBron. So And some Drew League. And some Drew League. Yeah, we do. Real quick. I didn't believe in the Lakers at all. And then I saw the LeBron interview with Rachel Nichols. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw it. And, like, most of it was about the school. And then she kind of asked him about, like, the Lakers and why, like, everyone's, you know, laughing at the, the fit of all these players. And then LeBron just like, you know, these are guys who just love basketball. Yeah, I saw it. And, like, if anyone else had said it, it would have been, like, some cliche bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know... But, like, when LeBron says something to me, and, like, I just fucking believe it. And now I just think that they're the second best team in the West. Oh I don't know God. why. 
It's just that's how much this faith is I have. Like the Cam Newton thing. Like that's how guy, much faith I have. I know, he's like, he's like, hard. hey, LeBron, I'll ride with you. LeBron anyway, and buddy. Cam. Those are my I two. Dude, those, are, those are two of my. <laughs> those, are, those are my two favorite. <laughs> Let me get Cam and LeBron on the uh, secret date. It's gonna be great. Hey. I mean, no, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna say this: Slick, that supporting cast is probably the best young supporting cast he's ever had. Like, as far as like at that age, and even the vets of kind of are interesting. Like, like I don't know why people are saying like those guys are gonna be tough to deal with. Like, they're scrappy. Lance. Like, dude, yeah, who wants to Rondo, play? Who wants Lance, to play against Lance and Rondo? If you're nobody a bench wants player? to really like people talk about it. If you're Whoever, coming off the bench and you're and the two guys guarding you are Lance and Rondo, why like in what world people, is that? Fun? The only people who talk about like extended in an extended length about oh they can't shoot just don't know basketball. Because when you get in the nitty gritty in the playoffs, I'm not talking about the regular season, in the playoffs and everything slows down, they're gonna be up in your chest. Think about how many highlights Rondo had where he was like whether stripping K D or getting up under and just balling the playoffs. Lance, just like getting up in you, doesn't is not scared of nothing. Is gonna go. There's so many guys who shrivel up in the playoffs, and like those guys aren't. He's got riders on his team. Like whether you like it or not, because yeah, think about they're, it, they're they're 100 about that action. Yeah, and you got Kuzma. Kuzma, like, Kuzma, I feel like would throw hands if he had to. Kuzma, because you already think about it, you already have those kind of laid back guys on the team. Ingram, Lonzo. like those guys who are just kind of like, oh, I'm gonna go do, you know, I'm just gonna play my game, not trying to really bother with nothing. And those other guys are right. Like, they're going to freaking we go do KCP's something. We know KCP's about that action. He was on house arrest. I think that yeah. defensive mentality is something that he never had before. Oh, yeah. That, that team's going to be him. very good defensively. Yeah. I have them right they now They were good fourth. last year without the guys that they had. I have them fourth, and I have OKC fifth. I need to see OKC. I, I can't. Where do you put the Nuggets? I don't. I don't. I think they're going to be right there with the Suns. I think the Suns might make the eighth spot. If the Suns make the playoffs before the Nuggets, I'm gonna be. Devin so Booker's been eating people. <laughs> so Devin bad. Booker's been eating people alive in USA camp, and you add Ariza to Jackson and Bridges, yeah, guys who can to switch. To be fair, we haven't been able to see any of the Nuggets' best players at USA camp because they're all foreign. Jamal Murray's Canadian. Oh my god. You no, know? Jokic is Serbian. Isaiah Thomas I'm is throwing it out there. Can't it defend. Defend the little kid. Porter Jr. Same best for winning. Michael Bitt, Porter Jr. doesn't have him back. Yeah, he's got an old man back. <laughs> uh, unless Jokic is, is chilling well, with Ben this Wallace. Is this is my thing. I think the <laughs> I, I think the Timberwolves and Blazers might not make the playoffs next year. I, I can see the, the Blazers. I think the Blazers make the playoffs. I can see the Blazers. And I don't think Blazers I think, are a regular season. Team. I think slick. I don't know if the Pelicans like are going to be that good. Okay, because you say like, all right, Warriors, Rockets. I got Jazz. Lakers, Warriors, Warriors, Thunder, Rockets, in some Jazz, order. Those are, those in are some locks. order, those, those five. Spurs yeah. missing the playoffs? I think no, the Spurs they make the playoffs, too. So Spurs, too. That's, so six, that's teams. six Right. So you got two spots. And then you have the the Suns, the Nuggets, the Wolves, and the... Uh, you said the Jazz already? Yeah. He yeah. said the Jazz okay. is a lock. Uh, Port, Portland, Portland and, and New Orleans. I can't see Portland not making the playoffs. They're built for the regular season. They seem so shook right now, though. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, CJ McCollum and Dame, Dame are the CJ thing to me is interesting. CJ is a little. I don't. I, don't, I like CJ, but I, CJ just seems like a whiner to me. Yeah, that's why. Not, you, why did you have to go to them? Like, like he ended get, up kind of looking like the bitch in that situation. Like I, people talk. Think, I just did your fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was that was Twitter gold. But that's the thing. That's the thing I love about the NBA. It's just that immediate like. Hit back because they said that that didn't 
the crazy thing is their podcast was recorded four days prior to that Twitter thing. Yeah. It's just that that came out that day. When it came out. So yeah. you're like, CJ was trying to slide under the radar like, dang, nobody got to see KD send me on my own podcast. And then that stuff started coming out. And Big Cat like it stirred the fire. Yeah. Again. And then it got going again. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun to watch. All right, last NBA topic, and then we'll wrap up the show. Uh, LeBron James, obviously. Oh, uh, Drew League, too. Okay, talk about the Drew League first. What do you want to talk about? Um, Just how bad Denzel Valentine was. Did you see that video? Nah. My goodness. Denzel Valentine got just sunned by a, just a Drew League player. Top, what is he? Sheesh. So Denzel Valentine's like a top 10 three-point shooter last year. Had a good year, a little all-around. And the two-time Drew League MVP, uh, Frank Sessions, Frank Nitty, as they call him, dropped 44 on Denzel Valentine, locked him up on D. Like, he couldn't hit a shot. Yeah, well, he he was looking shit. And he was talking shit the entire time. Oh, shit. You can't go to the... Bro, (laughs) so at the end of the game, uh, Sessions hit a shot over him and then looked at DeMar DeRozan, who was watching the game from courtside, and goes, this motherfucker's in the league? How? He's trash. Yeah, it's insane. And then, insane. No. and then Denzel Valentine did like the most light skinned thing and he posted like a Drake lyric. Yeah. Yeah. And so like an indirect Drake lyric. And like, bro, nah, bro. You, you gotta yeah, hold this great. L, bro. Was not great. You have to hold this wow, L. Wow, this is incredible. The Drew is great every year. See, that's another thing about I love watching videos of NBA players just playing against regular people. Did you like, see the one of Carmelo, C P three, and Harden running at oh, yeah. at just fitness? They were freaking out. No. There was somebody who tweeted, like, he had quote tweeted it. It was like, Melo, CP3, and and James Harden getting run in uh, to, like, you know, build chemistry for the upcoming season. And some guy quotes tweeted, he goes, imagine going to play ball at Just Fitness and you got to play the fucking Houston Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to get our copies of 2K uh, from that guy on Twitter that said he's going to buy everybody a copy of 2K if uh, – a mellow went to oh yeah, yeah. And retweeted yeah. yeah did you yeah oh, okay Bro, like I think like two hundred thousand people retweeted that he ain't doing that what do you got to lose he didn't do that he nah, he followers or something but oh another video I saw from Drew because Drew is it's so great because you see those NBA players come and Frank Sessions was guarded by PJ Tucker um I think he got like a couple elite defenders guarding him and he's just like eating out there did you see the ones of uh, James Harden playing against the game. Yeah, the game was just draining. Yeah, bucket. And he ripped James Harden, like, to get, like, tried to throw an alley to Frank Sessions. I was like, I love the Drew League. Like, imagine imagine that. So, like, obviously, foot, in baseball, if they did this It'd too. It'd be cool if NFL players were playing in, like, summer flag football leagues or something. That would, just imagine that. Like, you get, like. Like, Odell shows up and just torching people. And but imagine football. somebody like Taven Austin, Tavon Austin just going off and, like, I contend to this day, Tavon Austin has the single nastiest high school football highlight tape. I watched, it. Tape I watched it the seen. other day. Somebody, Bro, uh, me and my it. cousin Nick used to watch that highlight tape every week when we were yeah, in high school. That was nasty. It's literally 15 minutes of touchdowns. Yeah. Like, imagine like a ragtag pickup football game with like Tebow, like Tavon Austin, Charlie Ward, <laughs> Charlie Ward, like Odell. Like, you know what I'm saying? Strange Just like a weird players. mix. You'll never see it, though. But if you saw, and then you got on the opposite, you got Deion Sanders. They kind of did that, though. With did like, you guys see any of the highlights of the, the NFL-sanctioned football? football league? Yeah. Flag football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I've yeah. seen it. It was pretty cool. Um, there was cool guys in there. Who was the QB? Not, yeah. Seneca Wallace? Seneca Wallace. Yeah. Jason Avant was out yeah. there. Uh, one of the one of the teams had uh, a... Best. No, it was a, no, Java no, no. Best. Java yeah. Best. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. But if they did stuff like that... 
And he like got the trash talk. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey out there just lined up with T.O. He'll never risk it though, because of how Jalen on T.O. would be. Jalen on Ocha Cinco would be a fun matchup. Bro, just t- like tell me that would not. Tell it me would. people wouldn't be like because going, of how strenuous the regular season is. Go though, get a field. Like they're just at, a, off in the at some random field. Like you just see like the little flag football kids walking off because they're done for the day, and you just see this like just slew of NFL players come Cam on. Cam Newton come like. And, like Colin Kaepernick's on there just eating. They're like, Colin looking good. Imagine Colin signs with the Jags. And they do what like the Rockets did. Where did this come from? <laughs> and they do like they do like what the Rockets do. You see like Colin, Ramsey, you got Fournette back there. Like, you know, they're just like My running. Son, DJ Chark. They're <laughs> throwing deep post routes, getting I you know, all nice he, and hard. He, you can't Keelan tell Cole. me people wouldn't go crazy for that. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. He'd we go nuts because Cam's out here just like He's playing like Mike Light linebacker or something. Grabbing Popeyes for everybody off the sideline. Yeah, Jameis with crab legs on the sidelines with <laughs> so a crab foil. It was, it was Bojangles, by the way. Bojangles, <laughs> you're right. My it's bad. Jameis got the, got the crab foil. Oh, yeah. Have you had Bojangles? Of course. Yeah, Bojangles slaps. Come on Bojangles now. That was like a – that question was almost well, disrespectful. I don't, know. No, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you've been like up like – because it's in Carolina. We've been there. Okay, they got one in Jacksonville. They had one in Jacksonville. There's one in Ovidia. Jacksonville. Yeah, I know that. No, they closed they all closed the ones them. here too. Uh, There's yeah. one left in Jacksonville. That's why I, I was just making sure. I've been to Ohio Bojangles too. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I've been Bojangles too. I'm cultured. I'm doing my – I'm not KFC. Listen here, sir. The Publix <laughs> Deli is delicious. What's okay? the whitest chicken place? Is it KFC? Churches? Churches? I, I, I just feel like white people go there. But like Popeyes. The is only churches Popeyes in Jacksonville is the most culture. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. You go to a good ch- if you find a chicken place, they gotta have some class. I really KFC is pretty white. What we should, KFC is pretty white. What we should all try one time. Have you guys passed the Maryland fried chicken on Colonial? We used to have a Maryland fried chicken back home. I heard that the place best slept. chicken. Did you ever had uh, Beetro chicken in Jacksonville? Yeah. Bruh, I now was, you got me wanting some Maryland fried chicken. There's one up the street here. Is there really? It's I don't on know. I think, Colonial, yeah. Oh, okay. Roscoe's is always top. Like, yeah, but who's going to go to fucking L.A.? Get out of here. I went. Get out of here. All right, so L.A., let's just wrap the show real quick. LeBron James opened up the I Promise School in Akron, Ohio today. Um, Not today, but. Yeah, yesterday. It was yesterday, yeah. yeah. Um, every kid gets a bike. There's a food pantry for the parents to pick up food supplies to, you know, cook. Any kid who graduates from the school gets a full ride to college. Eventually, it'll be K through eight, serving about a thousand kids per year. They said. Um, not only that, there's GED and job placement for parents if they're struggling. Uh, each kid gets a uniform. Um, school is like state of the art, and it's still a public school. Yep. Um, Not a charter, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Because charter schools, there's like all all those kinds of corruption, Correct. and you know, public school, uh, private schools. At least you're not having to, you know, pay the teachers insane amounts of money, and, and, and the kids don't have to pay, and it becomes like a, it, it's part of the community now because it's a public school, and it's like right smack dab in the hood. Which right, is exactly. Wild. Um. So, just quick thoughts. Like, what do you guys think about it? This is what you look for in a role model. This is what you say, okay, you're making all these millions and millions and billions of dollars. What are you doing? What, what difference are you making in your community? LeBron James is doing that. I don't care what you think, of, what, how, what you feel about him as a person, as a basketball player. You can't deny that what he just did for these kids and for kids to come it's for years and years and years. It's literally world-changing things. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it goes with like 
Akon and what he does out in Africa that oh, just yeah. goes under the radar. And he does all this stuff. He's doing this here on U.S. soil for these, for these underprivileged youth and providing them a future in, that they the probably same, would never have. In the same community he grew up in. Absolutely. And I think that was some of the powerful stuff from it. Like you, you hear him talking about the bikes and how the bike for him was such a significant thing that he wanted as part of the school. Because when he was growing up, the bike was the best way for him to mm. escape if he wanted to. Within and what was the within two miles? Like they, I, I don't free remember. rides for within for everybody living in within two miles or whatever the case is. Yeah, so. and there's after school programs to keep kids you know busy. There's um, there was some something else. He he talked about how he missed eighty days of school in fourth grade yeah, because his he mom because he couldn't. He was on the opposite side of town. Were, yep, and they were uh, they were couch surfing basically and. I do have a legitimate question. How is it being paid for? Because I didn't. He pay, his foundation paid for a huge amount of it. Okay. I was actually listening to a podcast that said because they kept it as a private school instead of like a charter school or a private school, that they probably his foundation and him personally combined, along with like the Cleveland or the Akron school district, they probably invested somewhere close to a quarter of a billion dollars into the school. But Incredible. most of that money had come from his foundation in in his own pocket. Incredible. Yeah, it's pretty dope, man. Like, cause you think about it, like, there was the you have the Ali's, the Kareem's, the Bill Russells, the Jackie Robinson. This is the, that's like social. That's like right. In terms LeBron of like civil is, rights. which he's tried that as well. LeBron he's is done that. Right. LeBron is this generation's you know athlete that does that. Yeah. You know, it's like LeBron Kaepernick. Um, yeah, like. Because you don't have too many people. You have, and that's why you have to appreciate him more, I think, even more when you see things like Dak yeah. and Zeke, who, whether or not, and I think a lot of people think about their pockets so much so quickly, but when you have an athlete that is great enough on court to where you can usurp that stuff anyway and still have your thing, and it don't matter who you are, and I'm going to do what I need to do or what my dreams are, and I'm going to say what I need to say. That needs to be appreciated and needs to be cherished because you don't have that every time. You you end up like Ka- Kaepernick where they just ostracize you. But LeBron here, he, he's he says what he needs to say. He said made the comment about Trump, you know. And then he gets the shut up and dribble thing, and he goes and freaking makes starts a freaking school in the hood in and, Cleveland. And, and this is this isn't even like the first thing that he's doing. Correct. He right. already gave the the what one or it was something like hundred million dollars in scholarships at Akron. Correct. And then, so you already have that. You already have all the stuff that he did for the, uh, what was it, the Boys and Girls Club when he did yep. the decision. Yeah. All of the proceeds from that went to there. Like, just the amount of money he's invested back into where he grew up. Yeah. And even out, like, even expanding beyond that. Like, just helping kids in general. And, you know, speaking for um, African-American people. Like, being gunned down by police officers. Mm-hmm. Wearing the I Can't Breathe t-shirts. Um, getting the whole Cavaliers lineup to where I can't mm-hmm. breathe, and the Brooklyn Nets. When, in, remember that game in two thousand? What was that? Fifteen or sixteen? Standing in yeah. front of the ESPYS. Standing um, up in the ESPYS yep. with Carmelo and Carmelo speaking <clears throat> on CNN about Puerto Rico was yeah. huge this week. I think there's a lot that we don't see that athletes do. There are players from every team and every sport that are huge impact in the community. That you just there don't was an see NFL player just now who just donated a whole. It was um Mike Evans. Yeah, Mike Evans. What he did? Eleven thousand uh, dollars to that family. Yeah, there's Mike Evans. There was a there was a defensive lineman for the Jags who just donated. I think it was Calais Campbell donated uh, 
something like 800 backpacks filled with like school supplies mm-hmm. and things to, to local kids in Jacksonville. He's not even from Jacksonville. Yeah. And just donated 850 like fully stocked backpacks and then went to teachers and filled their classrooms with supplies that they'll need for the year too. Like, it's, it, it's really cool to see it because I, th- I know we get a lot of caught up in the action that you see on the field and on the court. And a lot of this goes, you know, unseen, which is kind of what they want. I mean, they don't, they're not doing this to get in the they limelight. They don't want it. Yeah, that's the thing because it, it, it's like you're saying, it blurs the line like, oh, they're just doing this for attention right. or they're doing it out of the goodness of their heart. Because I'll tell you right they, now, then it gets the attention. LeBron is not doing this for the attention. No, not at all. LeBron genuinely cares yeah. for his city and the children that are in it. Because and the I youth guarantee growing you, he it. looks at every single kid there and is like, I was legitimately in their shoes at yep. some, at one point. I think too, it's like what makes a difference. Difference is there's been hundreds and hundreds of, of athletes that have given money to an mm-hmm. organization or deposited into a life mm-hmm. which is not bad but to create something that is after your own like, that's why like yeah, look at Jalen Rose has a fan that yeah because Jalen Rose when he made the you know the leadership academy in Detroit like that's after my own like that's my thoughts this is me like I want to do this for like specifically this is my heart you're leaving a permanent impact Correct. on it's not just like I'm giving this money to this right. organization and they do and think about how easy it is too if you're LeBron James and from the moment you are in what the sophomore your sophomore year in high school, and people are already saying this is the next greatest basketball player of all time, and you end up living up to that hype, you end up making all these millions of dollars. Imagine how easy it is to just forget about where you came from, get lost in the sauce. Right. I mean, and he literally. hasn't done that. Right. Yeah, he has a tight circle too. You know, he's got he's with the same girl he was in high school. He's got the same Maverick Carter as somebody that he grew up with, and they're building an empire. Yeah. And and not even just building an empire, expanding the the wealth to the community. Yeah. Yeah. So that was some stuff. really good news to see. You know, in a world full of you know shit. such negative yeah, like news and shit. shit that you hear every single day, that definitely made an impact, and that was really cool to to see yeah. and read about. Uh, all right. Any any other last thoughts before we wrap up? Uh, no, we're going to try maybe some, trying out some, uh, some video, you know, we'll try and get this podcast out so you guys yeah, can see some clips. Yeah, hopefully you guys can see some Luke knocking over the camera. That would be fun. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll get into uh, some Facebook live here down the road and see what you guys think about that. If you guys, you know, sometimes you can't listen to us, but you're huge sick. announcement. And if you're listening to it, you probably already know, but we now are on Spotify. What? what? And hopefully within the next couple of weeks, we will also be on iHeartRadio. Yeah. So you will be able to absorb. There is no more excuses for not listening to the podcast. Correct. I want to hear. Oh, I don't have an uh, an iPhone. I can't listen to it. Oh, I don't want to go on some third party website like Spreaker to listen to it. Uh, uh, we're on Apple Music. We're on Apple Podcast. Spotify. We're on Spotify. iHeartRadio. There's literally no other places no that people excuse. get audio from. We out here. We're trying so, to get you on Facebook. Facebook video. Yeah, we're gonna hit you with Facebook videos. It's gonna be on YouTube eventually. So, you know, figure your shit out, public. Then they're going to be streaming us on ESPN. <laughs> Turner's going to be trying to bid, imagine bid for if, us. Imagine, like, we were just on ESPN Plus, that new platform, and it's just, like, somebody's just, like, like clicking through ESPN Plus, and it's just, like, us in the living room. Us like, in this living room yeah. with Luke, like, knocking the camera down. It's the same camera quality just being, like, streamed from my iPhone. Third world shit is this? I'm not watching this shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. LeBron needs to build them a school. <laughs> we need a new breakfast club. We need a... 
Except we're not as problematic as Charlemagne. Lunchtime. <laughs> With the boys. <laughs> Featuring right. three P. DJ Crab. As <laughs> always, if you haven't already, make sure you little s- crab legs. Oh, Young crab, crab legs. legs. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. As as always, if you haven't already, give us a subscription on iTunes, uh, and now on Spotify as well. Leave us a five star rating. Tell us what you like, what you don't like on Facebook, so we can try and tweak the show, make it as good as possible. Share it with your friends if you enjoy it. And as always, we hope you guys have a great weekend. Thank you for tuning in. Send that. That it. five-hour energy it works fast it works long it tastes good and with zero sugar and four calories there's nothing holding you back fits your pocket fits your backpack fits your on-the-go life whether you're going to work going on vacation or just going out with friends five-hour energy energy on the go for more information visit fivehourenergy.com and then she told me that her granddaughter John, are you listening to me? Of course I am, Mom. Well, then why are you on your phone, ignoring your poor mother who only loves you and wants to spend time with you? (laughs) I was doing some banking on the Wells Fargo mobile app and I got carried away. Pay your bills? Done. Check your balances? Done. Deposit checks? Done. Even send and receive money? Are you updating your status right now? Hmm? With the Wells Fargo mobile app, it's easy to get banking done. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash getbankingdone. Wells Fargo Bank, N.A., member FDIC.